thank you for listening to Northwood Baptist Church of Yadkinville, North Carolina. Join our pastor, Tim Webb, for an encouraging time with God and His Word. Northwood Baptist Church is a place where the Bible is passionately preached and practiced and where you are always welcome. So stay tuned for a practical message for your life as we enjoy the abundant life that Jesus Christ offers to all. Hello everyone, I trust that you'll enjoy this week's special broadcast with Brother Scott Caudle. Brother Caudle will be preaching our mission revival starting this Saturday night, March the 5th at 6 p.m. and then Sunday morning and Sunday night, 11 a.m. and 6 p.m. and then Monday and Tuesday night at 7 p.m. You're welcome. We'd love to have you join us March 5th through the 8th here at Northwood Baptist Church for Missions Revival with Brother Scott Cole. And right now, we're going to hear from Brother Caudill. You know, I got folks in my church and I've got several of them here tonight and boy, it's such a blessing to see them this evening. But I got folks in my church that I've pastored for years. And do you know this? I've got folks literally and they, they come to our church every time the doors are open and we haven't had a conversation in two or three years. Can you believe that? I stand at the door every Sunday and shake hands, but they find another door to go out. And I, I don't think they're mad at me. I don't think, at least I hope not anyway. They keep coming back, so they must not be too mad, Brother Webb. So if the only thing that kept me coming back is those people people coming out the door saying, Well, preacher, I'll tell you what, that's the best message I ever heard in my life. What are you going to do when they say nothing? What are you going to do when you sing the song and nobody even says, You know, I appreciate the hours of practice and I appreciate the great, great tone of your voice. What are you going to do when they say nothing? I'll tell you what ought to motivate you, friend, to serve God. The fact that God recognizes your service. The pastor may not recognize you. The choir member may not recognize you. The bus worker may not recognize you. But I assure you, there is a great big thrice holy God in glory that keeps really good records. And He recognizes the service of the people of God. Nursery worker, that ought to encourage your heart. Christian school teacher, that ought to encourage your heart. Sunday school teacher, that ought to encourage your heart. Soul winner, bus worker, this woman's labor so moved the heart of God that God forever preserved the account of it in the work of God, in the Word of God. Her service was recognized. There's something else about the service in her past. Her service was rewarded. In fact, it was rewarded in two different ways. First of all, it was rewarded by the gift of a male child. Look in verse number 11 of this chapter, would you please? And it fell on the day that he came thither. And he turned into the chamber and lay there. And he said to Gehazi, can I stop right here, stop right there long enough to say this? Underline that word, Gehazi. Underline it, we're coming back to it. And he said to Gehazi, his servant, Call this Shunammite. And when he had called her, she stood before him. And she said unto him, Say now unto her, Behold, thou hast been careful for us with all this care. What is to be done for thee? 
wouldest thou be spoken for to the king or to the captain of the host? And she answered, I dwell among mine own people. Do you know what Elisha is asking her? Elisha is asking this woman this question. You know what? You have been so good to me. I'm going to do something for you. God laid something on my heart. I'm going to do something for you. What is it that you need? Do you need me to speak to the king for you? What is it that you need? Do you need something from, from the government? Do you need something from the leaders around, the local leaders, the law enforcement? Do you need extra protection? What is it that you need? I'm going to do something for you. My, what an humble lady. She answered according to the latter portion of verse 10, uh, 13, I dwell among my own people. You know what she said? Oh, listen, God's taking care of me. I, I don't need a thing. Don't need a thing. But look, Elisha presses her in verse number 14. And he said, What then is to be done for her? Gehazi answered, Verily, she hath no child, and her husband is old. And he said, Call her. And when he had called her, she stood in the door. And he said, About this season, according to the time of life, thou shalt embrace a son. And she said, Nay, my Lord, thou man of God, do not lie to thine handmaid. And the woman conceived and bare a son at that season that Elisha had said unto her according to the time of life. I'm telling you, according to the Bible. That's what I'm preaching tonight. According to the Bible. This woman's service was not only recognized, her service was rewarded. God opened this little lady's womb up and blessed her with a male child. How many of you think that's a pretty good return on the investment that she made in the ministry? And didn't Jesus say in Matthew chapter 10 and verse number 42, And whosoever shall give to drink unto one of these little ones a cup of cold water only in the name of a disciple, verily I say unto you, he shall in no wise lose his reward. If you will give, God will turn around and give it back to you. In fact, He'll give you a whole lot more than you get. Her service was rewarded with the gift of a male child. Her service was rewarded with a mighty, mighty miracle. And the reason that I say that is because according to verses 18 and 19 and 20 of this chapter, there came a day when the son that God gave this dear woman died. Can you imagine that? No doubt you remember the story. She ran for the man of God. She ran for Elisha. And having obtained him, the Bible says in verse 34 of this chapter, that Elisha lay upon the child and put his mouth upon his mouth and his eyes upon his eyes and his hands upon his hands and he stretched himself upon the child and the flesh of the child waxed warm. Elisha did it again according to verse 35. The child sneezed seven times and opened his eyes. Amen. Man alive, in 2 Kings chapter number 4, this woman is doing what she has within her power to do for the cause of God, the God of Jehovah, the God, the God Jehovah, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And man, she's witnessing miracle after miracle after miracle. God opens her womb, blesses her with the gift of a male child. That little boy's out in the field one day. He cries. I'll not take time to read all of the verses, but the little boy cries, My head, my head! He falls right there in the field. They lay him on the lap of his mama. And after a while, that little boy dies. She takes him, lays him upon the bed of the man of God. She runs for Elisha. 
Elisha comes, stretches himself out on that little boy to the point that God brought the breath of life back in that little boy's life and he lived again. Man, don't tell me that it doesn't pay to serve God. Every time I read about the service in this woman's past and every time that I'm reminded that it was not only recognized by, but rewarded, Brother Webb, it assures me you can't outgive God. You can't outwork God. I'm telling you, it pays. So we see, first of all, the service in this woman's past. Secondly, we see the solemn warning of the prophet. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. For years, I thought this woman's story ended in 2 Kings chapter 4. But it doesn't. This woman's story continues in 2 Kings chapter 8. Would you turn with me there now? 2 Kings chapter number 8. And notice what the Bible says beginning with verse number 1. Then spake Elisha unto the woman whose son he had restored to life. Well, we know exactly who he's talking to now, right? Saying, Arise and go thou in thine household, and sojourn wheresoever thou canst sojourn. For the Lord hath called for a famine, and it shall also come upon the land seven years. And the woman arose and did after the saying of the man of God, and she went with her household and sojourned in the land of the Philistines seven years. Now here in 2 Kings chapter number 8, Elisha begins to give this great woman a very solemn, sobering warning. After all, she had been good to Elisha by caring for him and for providing for him. And now God continues to reward her service by informing her through the ministry of Elisha that a famine was going to come into the land. Here in this chapter, Elisha tells her that she's going to have to leave her house. That she needs to leave her farm. That she needs to leave her family and friends in that area. And she needs to sojourn wheresoever she can sojourn. Most Bible commentators feel, and I agree, that this woman is a widow by now. Notice in 2 Kings chapter 8, her husband is no longer in the picture. And therefore, can you just imagine the anxiety? Can you imagine the enemy and the imps of hell attacking this woman? Can you imagine what the devil's telling her? You are a fool. This famine, and even if it, what Elisha says is right, and there's a famine come to the land, you're going to leave everything you're familiar with. You're going to leave your house. You're going to leave your farm. You're going to leave your family in this area. You're going to leave your familiar surroundings. And you're going to sojourn wheresoever you can sojourn. Isn't that interesting? Elisha never even told her where to go. Talk about faith. But she packs her bags. And by the way, did you notice where that she took up residence for seven years? The Bible teaches us right here in the text that God sent her to one of the most unlikely places that a Jew would have ever gone. Right in the middle of Philistine territory. Now if you know anything about the Old Testament of the Bible, you're aware of the fact that's enemy territory. 
But oh, aren't you thankful the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 16 and verse 7, when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with. So the Bible says that this little lady went and did according to the saying of the man of God. And just like Elisha had prophesied, the famine did come for seven long years. Now let me call your attention to the fact that there were no independent, fundamental, Bible-believing Christians down in Philistine territory. There was no Christian support group down in Philistine territory. I'm pretty bad to read between the lines of the Bible, and I know the Bible doesn't say this, but every time I read this woman's story, I want to ask the question, what does she do to make a living? Have you ever thought about what she do to make a living for seven years? It's sort of like the Bible just goes silent right here for seven years. I don't know. Maybe she took in washing and ironing. Maybe she opened up the first Philistine daycare for little Philistine children so that when their mamas and daddies left, she could tell them about the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she baked cakes and pies. I don't know. I like to think about that myself. I don't know. But I do know this. When she went down into Philistine territory, the only thing she had to hold on to was a portion of a promise from the man of God yes, that for seven years there would be a famine in the land. And at the end of seven years, the famine would be over. And she held on to that promise. Thank you for listening today. This program has been brought to you by the generosity of the Northwood Baptist Church family. Our church loves Jesus, and Jesus loves you. You can hear today's message in full by searching for Northwood Baptist Church on YouTube. You can share this program with others on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Make plans to be our guest in Yadkinville, North Carolina very soon for any and all of our services. You'll locate our church by going to 1309 Northwood Church Road. There, you'll enjoy a friendly welcome, encouraging music, and a practical message from the Bible. There is a place for you and your family at Northwood. For more information, visit northwoodbandist.us or you can call us at 336-677-3781 or drop us a note at P.O. Box 1637, Yankinville, North Carolina, 27055. Until next time, from Pastor Tim Webb and the Northwood Baptist Church, God bless you and keep looking up.